0: Hey, welcome everyone to another episode of Four Transplants in a Microphone. I'm sorry, I just wanted to hear the music go a little bit longer. <laughs> you're, like, you're just jamming I was little little out over there. a little bit slow. Yeah, getting seriously. On this, but hey, uh, we welcome jack back. Jack up the intro, Brian. <laughs>
1: wow, <laughs> for, it's insulting.
0: For for those that have tuned in before, uh, you would know this is a, a podcast from Four Transplants about living in Charlotte, anything Charlotte related, but to uh, give anybody that is looking to move here or recently did move here a little insight into the inner workings of Charlotte. So we'll kind of go to the regulars here because we do have a guest today. So we'll introduce her in just a moment, but I am Brian Johnson, owner of Maine & Johnson, the business coaching and consulting company you always hear from. And I'll look over to Brandon here, he can go next.
2: Brandon with Superior Data Solutions, uh, <laughs> IT service provider.
0: There you go. And then, Russell, we've got on the phone. So, Russell? Russell Hughes from Hughes Realty Advisors. We
3: are middle market commercial real estate specialists. We bring Porch 100 experience to the middle
0: market. And then, Jack, I'll let you introduce yourself and then our guest here. Awesome. So, Jack Tompkins
1: with Pineapple Consulting Firm, helping your small business become data-driven. And I am honored to say that we are here with our guest and my friend, Teresa Vieira. And I will let you introduce yourself, but Teresa is a phenomenal networker, runs a great business. Um, is a whole lot of fun to talk with, so I'm, I'm happy that you're here, Teresa.
4: Awesome, thanks Jack. Uh, Teresa Vieira, attorney and founder of Modern Legal. We are a family law firm based here in Charlotte. We take on family law cases throughout the state of North Carolina and are slowly but surely gonna transition to South Carolina a little bit as well. But our focus is to help families when they're going through a transition, whether that be as it relates to a divorce or on the front end for marriage for premarital agreements and then everything in between whether it be a child custody dispute a postnuptial agreement domestic violence child abuse termination of parental rights adoption and the list goes on
1: yeah ever yeah ever expanding too i I can imagine so i'm super happy that you're here because not only are you a transplant not only are you a small business owner as well but you've also lived all over the world in a bunch of different cities that a lot of transplants might be thinking about moving to Charlotte from So we're going to dive into all of that at some point let's start and i know the answer but where are you from Teresa?
4: i'm from the east coast i was born in edison new jersey which i guess is no longer a secret because it's now on a podcast but then i I (laughs) was raised partially in pennsylvania spent a lot of time in uh the washington heights in manhattan new york it's funny because they actually just made a movie about Washington Heights, and it really? took me and my mom twice the amount of time it should have because we had to pause it and check the facts every <laughs> every thirty minutes. Jack, you
0: should know about that. Yeah, all I was is checking the facts. And, and,
4: that, and Washington Heights doesn't go that far south in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ma, it's it's fine. It's a move. Nice. So uh, our,
0: our yeah. audience was so intrigued by what you're offering, they were already calling in. I know. Yeah, I know. We just <laughs> got a Some call. Yeah. Some of that. <laughs> like, wow. I've been waiting to make this move for they a while. Someone give her a call. Washington Heights. The cue, I guess. I
4: know. Well. It's funny because every once in a while I'll run into someone in Charlotte or just around and they'll be like, oh, you know, I want to spend a couple years in New York and... For my family, it was like, who can first get out of this city? <laughs> yeah, because <I> spent, that's <laughs> called success. <laughs> I, I spent
2: a couple hours there, and I was like, mm, this is perfect.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually love it. <laughs> nice. I love it more so from my perspective, because, because m- pretty much my side of the family moved south. And we, we'll go up, we'll visit. And it's nice, because we'll fly in, we'll stay downtown Manhattan, go to a Broadway show, fly back. And we can actually afford it. Versus all my family that lives up there, it's like they're paying rent for their car space, and they're paying right. all these taxes, and they're paying for all these things that we don't have to here in Charlotte, and so they can't enjoy a weekend in downtown Manhattan and watch a Broadway show. It's it's fascinating.
1: Right. So I yep. get to
4: enjoy New York more
1: it's from funny. here. It's funny. It's funny now that you've moved away because so because coming from Connecticut, that was like that was where you go on weekends, right? It was you'd yeah. go to New York, Boston, and you'd go and you'd stay downtown and it'd be this wicked expensive weekend. And I use wicked because Boston. <laughs> but it would be this crazy expensive weekend. And I would b- go there and be like, all right, so the subways are dirty. The streets are dirty. The the drinks are great, but expensive. Yeah. And it's just like this, like, I guess you got to go to New York this weekend. Yeah. right. It
4: becomes more of a chore. Yeah. If you live up there. Right. Whereas yep. I feel like I enjoy it more when I visit now.
1: I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so Russell, when I ahead.
3: used to go there to visit when I lived in, when I was in college, I loved manhattan and it was exactly what you described i'd go there i'd I'd party till four o'clock in the morning when i lived there i had a four-hour daily commute Mm -hmm. from long island yeah i hated it hated it and that smell of the subway
0: in august when (laughs) you're in a suit Mm -mm. oh Oh, Oh. no sir no thank you the way you describe it i'm sure our audience can taste (laughs) i mean smell it (laughs) yeah yeah taste is the right word no.
4: Again, I was born in Jersey, so if you're from Jersey, it's like you already have a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> right? For the yeah. <laughs> the
3: Garden State.
4: I, I know. I don't, I'm still trying Come to find the there, Garden. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you found <laughs> it. I don't know where they put it. Yeah. <laughs> must have got lost with the whole development and everything. They
1: put it in Connecticut. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably in your
4: seat
2: Jack. Well, Exactly. Well, it's funny. The first time I went to New York, we went on a road trip. We went all across country, and we go to stay in New Jersey, because I forget the rooms in New York were like stupid expensive. You went mm-hmm. just across, they were like a quarter of the price. So we're like, oh. So we stay, and I'm looking, and I was like, oh, what the hell? The Giants play here? <laughs> we're in New <laughs> right. Jersey, what the hell? Right.
1: False yeah. advertisement.
4: Oh, yeah. The well-known
1: East Rutherford.
4: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just make sure you don't open the window and take a sniff, because then you get all the chemicals <laughs> in the air. Uh, and
1: I don't know. I, all
2: I knew is we had a, a room, and it was the year that Boston was playing New York. And it was the uh, infamous bloody sock. Yeah. Yeah. And oh my god, the radio chatter when Boston won. If they could have killed Joe Torrey right then and there, they probably would have. Mm. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was a very rough year.
2: Yeah, they were not happy. I mean, they would have run them all out of town.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was like a mass exodus. Like, it was was, because we're up through nothing in the series. Not to dive too much into baseball, but that was like, in in all of sports, (laughs) when you're up 3 to nothing in a 7 game series in the playoffs no one has ever lost before and me being a diehard yankees fan this was it was a very rough time
2: yeah and i actually was yeah. going to go watch the game downstairs and i was like oh this would be cool i'll watch a yankee game in new york and yeah, i'm glad i did and i <laughs> might not have yeah. made it out alive
0: <laughs> yeah. at least not with two kidneys yeah, <laughs> yeah. Killing me different <laughs> <laughs> Kill me different. <laughs> so, because
3: so, that never happens at Dodger Stadium, by the way. So,
0: so that's what I was going to Only go if you're a San Francisco fan, right? <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: that's that's why I was an Angel fan. I didn't have to worry about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Yeah, it just rolled. Call it off. what you want. Yeah.
2: We were able to buy some good players with that
3: name.
1: <laughs> they are fancy. So we used to joke that Russell and Bren, you guys were, I forget the word, I think refugees Refugees. from California moving here. Do you feel the same? Political (laughs) refugees from California. Um, Do you feel the same from New York, New Jersey?
4: uh, I guess more so. I, I definitely feel like... I bring something different to this city. I wouldn't say it's a refugee because I've actually lived abroad as well. I would say I feel more like a refugee in some of those cities fair enough, abroad. But for me, I still get culture shocked and I've lived here since 2012. Okay. So it's interesting. Whenever I run into a situation, I was like, "Whoa, what just happened?" Oh yeah, I'm I'm actually in the south. So yes, that's plus you're Yeah. yeah. Plus <laughs> <my heart. laughs>
1: so now you lived in Raleigh first for school, right?
4: I went to Cary High, which is in Wake County, right outside Raleigh. Okay.
1: Yep. Okay. Yep. And now, so for the because obviously the thing that we never stay on track of is for transplants moving down here. Mm-hmm. Give me a compare contrast: Raleigh versus Charlotte.
0: I'd, I'd also uh, say, Raleigh. too, just, I mean, the L.A. guys didn't move down here. They kind of moved o- over
4: across. That's, yeah. that's a good
0: point. We <laughs> moved true. across. Yeah. And Raleigh is yeah.
4: kind of across as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, we're
3: not Yankees, <clears throat> we're carpetbaggers, damn it.
4: Because when I was in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: So,
4: again, <clears throat> I like to say I'm from the East Coast because <clears throat> I, I compare living up north, which my, my experiences in Jersey, New York and Pennsylvania were relatively similar. And then I went to Raleigh and I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? And then I moved to Charlotte, and granted, I did uh, go to law school in between, go to college in DC, so an add to the mix, lived abroad in different countries. And so when I moved to Raleigh, it was more of a cultural shock as a child, and then I had a cultural shock more so as an informed, educated adult when I moved to Charlotte. So Raleigh, for example, the first winter I spent there, apparently they got record snowfall, and I think it was like, maybe three to five inches right. mm-hmm. and i had just come from the poconos pennsylvania so if you know <clears throat> anything about the poconos country three to five inches is like one of you know
0: just a, a, Tuesday. a regular day just a Tuesday and in nine, June. <laughs> nine months out of the year exactly
4: like we get more snowfall in march <laughs> than <laughs> this snowfall and people apparently were going to the grocery store they were walking to the grocery store. Right. And they were like stocking up on, on bottled water. Yeah. And I was Bread. like,
0: these Except for people boss.
4: are so weird. Like, what are you doing? Like, your car can drive in snow, by the way. Like, they are made. I mean, and my no, mom can't. had, <laughs> like, a hundred Sorry, like,
3: a <laughs> line that doesn't work. You can. Cause attraction does not work without the... Fall into a precipice and die.
4: <laughs> well, and I will say, on the flip side, there is a lot of ice down here. So that was one thing I found interesting, okay. is that there's a lot more ice than snow. So I do kind of understand that that concern. So that's one thing about uh, Raleigh. And and I will say, I would... I, maybe I'm a little inappropriate. No, I'm a lot inappropriate. I'm a family law attorney. <laughs> but, like, I would say jokes in school, for example, and uh, people would not laugh. And they would be like, that's so inappropriate. Whereas, you know, me in school... Yeah, that's why school, I said it. Me yeah. Yeah. in school in, like, in Pennsylvania or anywhere with my family in Jersey and New York, they'd be dying laughing. And I was like oh, okay, we don't say these things in the South. (laughs) Let me try not to touch on that. And then when I moved to Charlotte, I feel like, because there are so many transplants here, I actually feel more at home. So
0: I I have to ask this question. Sure, go Um, for it. So in family law, only because I've had some exposure to some people that were in it, like not personally, but just in talking with them, and some stories that I've heard of things you have to do, I want to know what's the craziest contract You've ever had to write up between people? Wow.
4: I mean, crazy is a relative word.
0: Now, mind <laughs> you, we have to be <laughs> <laughs> so well, with yeah. PG. I can't do PG. It's
4: crazy. Crazy
0: out. becomes expensive. <laughs> I, 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 I this out out because.
1: <laughs> a, you know that well, Russell. A, a guy oh, that yeah.
0: I know that was doing family law and he was young, so he got all these contracts. He had to write up a contract because a relationship between a male and a female. Was about what foods he was allowed to eat off of what parts of her body. Mm-hmm. And it was contracted.
4: Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of unique provisions in, say, prenups or postnuptial agreements. Um, we also get a number of interesting provisions to add to custody. Uh, Orders now, mind you, judges are are very restricted in what they can order because there are these things called laws. Whereas you can contract, but if (laughs) people agree to it, well, when it comes to contracting, you can contract for whatever you want. So there are provisions in different family law related contracts that you will not see anywhere and yes there's a lot of dirty ones but i guess a cleaner one because this is made for the public one of my more interesting (laughs) cases was a client wanted the kids for the hunting schedule in another state because he had two boys and he just loved to hunt so and and by the way i don't hunt so i i don't really know much about hunting schedules but i learned a lot about hunting for this specific case just to make sure that my client had the kids for the hunting season
0: and one, one thing that's interesting on top of that you made a, a point that i see a lot and it's not just because of what i do now when i work corporately
4: mm-hmm.
0: one of the things that i did was negotiate a lot of contracts first i did them when i was on the buying side and then eventually on the selling side and what people don't realize with contracts is everybody there's a lot of assumption that it has to fall into this line and i always say like think of like a sports contract, like Mm -hmm. when a, when a player signs with a team and they have provisions, like can't ride a motorcycle, can't jump off a high dive. That's over 12 feet. Like, I mean, there are some weird things in there. And when I'm working with business owners, they all think they're restricted to certain things. And it's like, whatever you dream up can be contracted. You can put anything you want in a contract. If somebody else signs it,
4: there it is. Exactly. I it only want
2: green M and
0: M's in my yeah. in my yeah. Wing. Yeah. Why not? Like, I want of, a bowl of Skittles every morning in my office. I've you heard know. of prenuptial like, agreements where
4: time. you know the spouses have to keep certain weights, or if they have to exercise a certain amount of time, yep. or if they lose a job, they have to apply for a certain number of jobs per week. I mean, I've been involved in drafting. So how
2: them. does that wow. work if it is if it's in a contract <laughs> and it violates? let's say the law or like well, someone's it wouldn't right would
4: not necessarily it, if it violates public po- policy that's one thing but if it, what is it violating if the two of you agree to it
2: well yeah oh. i mean if you like yeah, uh, no, <laughs> no. I
4: mean, you should see teresa's face that's
2: asking like I I that's an water? episode for the future
4: yeah <laughs> well
2: no like it, like the whole weight thing or like having a job there's nothing saying you have to have a job i mean but i guess if you agree well to then it,
4: you divorce
2: well, so, and you
4: consult with Teresa Vieira. So, and
2: you hire Teresa again. So that's what the contract is stating. Is basically, if you violate this, then
0: well, it's well, it,
4: And it depends how it's drafted. So, for example, one of the more popular prenups out there for some actors and actresses. I'm, I'm thinking of them, but I won't say them. But they have ones, if they're caught cheating, for example, they have to pay the other person $1,000 and or $100,000, and that becomes their sole and separate property immediately upon... Uh, the act occurring. Those are and big so, words.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so,
4: meaning I'm a <laughs> cheater get more pays. Of your money yeah. exactly. So, could, so it you, just depends on what enforcement provisions are in that in well, the contract.
0: It, what's What's interesting too is like as you kind of lay lay out like that sort of thing, I always look at non-competes, right? So and and you I don't I'm not saying I know the legal facts on this, but
4: mm-hmm.
0: there mm-hmm. is not I believe you are protected as a person that an organization can't. Lawfully prevent you from gainfully being employed, making a living, but you have non well, right? But you have non compete. Russell's a lawyer, sign, by the way. <laughs> I was gonna say, times, thank you, Russell. In <laughs> a lot of times, the wording on a non compete sounds far more harsh to the person that's signing it than what actually is enforceable by law.
4: Mm-hmm. That's and
0: so, people think that I can't, oh, I, I can't work in this industry for five years. I mean, if all you've done your whole life is work in that industry and you've been trained there you might have signed something that sounds far more limiting than maybe what you'd that they could enforce if they took you to school say because you got another job in a in an industry that doesn't directly compete with them
4: well take it one step further most non-competes if they're too broad then they're unenforceable correct right so most non-competes get pretty specific and so let's say for example your non-compete may say you cannot hold this job within a five mile radius Okay. Right. Then go to Matthews. Right. You know what I mean? I, so it's I, not,
0: I, I come across yeah. business owners that have left the corporate world, and they're like, "Well, I got to start a business. Well, what are you good at? Well, I can't, I can't practice that because of this non-compete." And it's like,
4: "What?" It's usually because they, they, sure? they don't understand the own contract that they. Signed.
0: Right. That makes right. A, that makes a lot. So, so well, Russell, go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Let me let me
3: chime in here real yeah. quick because. Brian, what you're describing is exactly what happened to me in California, and it's kind of funny. The large global firm that I worked for was based out of New York, and they sent, and their contract was universally New York law. And the office manager came in and said, "We're having a hell of a time with this new person that we're hiring. They've been negotiating your contract for three weeks with their lawyer, and I noticed you didn't com- you didn't negotiate any of the stuff out, and you're a pretty smart guy." And I'm like. It's not enforceable under California law. What the hell do I care? <laughs> I literally didn't care. And they hadn't bothered to do their research. But yeah, unenforceability is great.
4: And take it one step further, Russell, you know this. Even if it's if even if it is enforceable, by what means is it enforceable? Right. So a great thing that I run into with a lot of orders is yes you can enforce orders by contempt powers but if you actually read contempt law and what the penalties are for example sometimes I tell my client well yes for this violation you're facing a $500 fine Here's five hundred like bucks. Five hundred
2: <laughs> much. Do you <laughs> want see, cash yeah. or
0: check? Tracy, you you,
4: you charged yeah. me more for two hours. Like I'm like, I don't oh know. yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. spend five so minutes I'll on this, and like I'm gonna that. tell you two X Y Z twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, then, the then, then it word. can add up. Yeah, but yeah, so, but that's something to think about, and that's what where us lawyers can help because maybe it is a cost benefit analysis.
0: Well, yeah. and I mean, in all of this, like in a lot of cases, when an employee leaves or gets terminated in some way, or something along those lines, the employer comes off as like the big intimidating bear that's standing up with its arms waved, you know, and it sounds so like, like I I mean, I just can't do anything. I'm just gonna have to sit on my hands for a year or two, wait this out. And yeah, you don't realize that the, what's projected and then the penalty for violating that at the very least is, is a lot more like what you're saying. I
4: mean, I've literally read things and I'm like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Exactly. But what they this do is, is they, exactly. pay, they pay people that, that work like you that don't <laughs> want to do what you do and just want a steady salary all mm-hmm. the time to write up these contracts that sound way worse than what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just simply saying, I've seen it so many times, oh, I have a non compete. What's in the non-compete? Well, I just can't do this. Words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's yeah. like I don't. Want <laughs> it's to so hear. scary. Yeah. I
3: know. <laughs> Predominantly
0: word. but 90% of the world, or it's probably not true, but like a majority of people don't ever get into like legal issues mm-hmm. where they think about those types of things. Right. And so then when it happens, they think it's like the end of the world, and they just need to pick up the phone and call an expert, mm-hmm. somebody like you, to just actually walk them through.
4: Yeah. Where I you're mean, at, what's
0: your rights, and what's enforceable, because it's not always what's on paper. And, right. and
4: to touch on laws more specific to North Carolina, a lot of people think abandonment is still on the books for some reason. And a lot of people think cheating and adultery is, like, the worst thing that could ever happen in a separation or divorce. And, and sometimes after I go through all the legal issues and someone's cheated, especially if it's my client, at the very end of the consult, I'll be like, well, did you have fun? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're, and they're nice. like, seriously? Like well, it literally doesn't matter to the legal case. I'm just wondering, like for us to bond, like where'd you guys go? Like, where'd you go and like
0: and Why not? Did you, put a, did you put a sock on the door? I, right, yeah.
1: Did you close
4: the blinds? Uh, yeah.
1: Did you have an upside-down pineapple? (laughs) Did you have a candle in the window? (laughs) Oh, Lord. We're back to that. (laughs) Yeah, call
4: back to our Christmas episode. (laughs) Disclaimer, please close your blinds, just in general. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is is your neighbor in photography? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. P.S. Don't do this with a neighbor's wife, uh, (laughs) because they might... See you coming oh. and going.
4: I will say the videos of stuff like that are the best. And, and what I do is I tend to like replay them because I'd be like, oh, did you see that clearly? Like, you know what? I did not so let me just <laughs> rewind. And I was we'll wiping replay. my glasses. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, a third time? Yeah, let me turn the volume up this time. Yeah.
0: Lord. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, you could have so much fun with that.
4: I know. It's funny. Yeah,
0: that's fantastic. We have, have
4: stories.
0: Yeah, I was oh, gonna sure. say, like, yeah. I, I only initiated that whole thing because of stories that I heard from <laughs> this guy that I knew that did it, and it's like the crazy things people want to put down in writing to establish like a, a relationship, but legally.
1: Right. Yeah. Yours was very Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's not mine. Let's just disassociate that. No, it's no. yours. No, yeah. <laughs> let's Allegedly. Clarify
4: this, let's clarify the yeah. spectrum. 50 well, shades why are you gray, doing air quotes, Mr. Madu? <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey is probably PG in my line of work. So That's if hilarious. you actually like looked at my Google search history, I'm like, anyone anyway I date, I feel bad.
0: You shouldn't search me. Yeah. No, just
4: don't, just don't go in my Google search history.
2: <laughs> Incognito. <laughs> yeah.
4: nice.
2: That's from the IT guy
4: too.
0: I trust <laughs> yeah. that. Well, nice. I, I'm not.
4: I'm not embarrassed by it. Just. Yeah, you'll you'll find stuff. It is is legal. This is a new one.
0: I better Google it.
4: Oh, (laughs) legal research. Oh, I have learned a lot. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I didn't expect that.
4: (laughs) I've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Bookmark.
1: Oh, That's awesome! Fantastic.
4: I, I would like to note for the record, I'm like one female amongst four men, so this is very interesting to see everyone blush. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hot
0: in here. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm actually Irish. I'm always red. Yeah. Oh,
4: you're You're okay. 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 always
0: red.
2: He got sunburn walking from the yeah. car. Yeah. Actually,
0: the lamps are a little bit too hot in this room. Mid-January, yeah. so. <laughs> Brian, I got burnt. I'm in the not on a Zoom call. You have no
3: idea what's going on on the other end of this <laughs> line.
1: <laughs> Oh man! Oh, way to throw yourself under the bus, Russell. I That's appreciate pretty good, it. Russell. I'm yeah, proud of you. <laughs> That was good. I'm proud of you. Well, we are wrapping up here. It's been a fun conversation. God, we talked about moving down here from the East Coast, family law, and all of its.
0: I, I, well, I do, I, and I do think the dichotomy of this is we've spent several episodes on like what families can do to have fun, and now we're saying like what families can do to like separate. And, right. Like, what exactly. Like, we want to. We want to. What happens races. if you move and you just don't like them anymore? <laughs> it turns out I yeah. still don't like you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I like the LA Brandon, not the Charlotte Brandon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that was Russ. I want to call you out, Russ, because I think you told the story that your wife called a bait-and-switch because you were a suit every oh, day yeah. in L.A., and then you stopped wearing a suit and bought a truck immediately when you moved to yep. North Carolina. I drove an
3: Audi A6. I wore a suit every day to work, and yeah, no, it's not so
2: much. F- it's funny. as I was trying to get a yeehaw on here because— <laughs>
3: And it would have been perfect, and now I don't have it. Damn it, Brandon. God. We need a new producer.
2: Do you have a number three on the back
1: here?
3: (laughs) 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 Raise hell, (laughs) praise Dale, baby. (laughs) That's right.
1: Left turns only. Lord. We almost ended with dignity. But thank you again, Teresa, for coming. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I think we all had a whole yeah, lot of fun, great. and uh, I hope our viewers enjoyed it too. We
0: should have you back soon.
1: Yeah, we'll have you back soon. Love Very it. soon.
4: Yes, this
0: is fun. <laughs> Take us out, Brandon. That's the button on the right.
2: That's right there.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it?
4: Oh. Nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hit the button. It was just turned down. <laughs> <laughs>